And now for your Connecticut County Sheriff's Report right here on Nice 95.5 KBEK. But my buddy Brian Smith is with me. He is the Connecticut County Sheriff. And Brian, how are you doing this morning? Whoops, wait. Great, thank you. There we go. Got to get the, the, if I'd open up the phone pot, that would help, wouldn't it? Absolutely. So, Brian, I do want to mention, too, a big thank you right at the onset. Bozeman Newton Insurance and Quality Disposal are sponsoring you and I chatting together. Couldn't you figure that one out? Outstanding. (laughs) We've got to have that. So before we get into what's been going on in the county here the past week or so, Brian, I didn't really get to talk to you much last week about hunting. How did it go up at deer camp so far this year? Well, uh, deer camp was a wonderful experience, as it always is, uh, but the the deer count was not very successful. Mm. Um, we saw twice as many wolves as we saw deer. What is the deal lately with wolves and, and coyotes are another problem, too? Well, I've, I've never had any any bad thing with coyotes, but uh, there's plenty of them around, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't seem to affect the deer hunting at all, at least not where I'm at. But the wolves are definitely um, alive and thriving. Um, unfortunately, I think they've been kept on the endangered list far too long, and they are, are not being managed properly. Mm-hmm. I've heard that, too. I know uh, someone in our hunting party actually got a deer, and we did not let it lay very long, and they already were assuming it was wolves. We can't say for sure, but somebody was eating on the hindquarter before we even got to the deer. So it's a problem oh, yeah. in our area. Because now I know, Brian, now you hunt. Are you up by Orr, that area, when you hunt, or where is that? Yeah, up on the Canadian border. Okay. Oh, you're way up. That's right. You guys are way up for deer camp. I know, in fact, when we yeah. talked last week, were you up there last week? Because I was trying to figure how you had uh, phone reception. I, wa- I was, but I was I was back so I could call. Okay, you, we made it work, because I know that you actually go far yeah. enough up that in almost, I'm sure there's a method to your madness. When you want to get away, you truly want to get away, and uh, that's a good way to do it is go where you, there isn't any phone reception. <laughs> well, it was, uh, I don't think that was even a consideration about where mm-hmm. we went. Um, it was a, it was a, a family friend that started the deer camp back in the 30s, mm-hmm. and um that uh, our family's been hunting there ever since. It's, it's it's you talk about we were talking about tradition this morning and coming up with new traditions now that the world has gotten just so crazy we might have to do things differently over the holidays and all that and we got to be willing to kind of adapt accordingly. And but right. as far as tradition goes with deer camp, I mean going back to the 30s, that's long before you're lucky if you had a a phone on the wall, let alone all this right. modern stuff, right? <laughs> What a different right. world. Yeah. Absolutely. It is, it is. So you did But I think you're right. I think we with this new this new stuff coming out and and all the the way this thing is raging through our our nation really. It's not mm-hmm. just here, it's everywhere. Um but it's raging and uh it's uh, it's right on the brink of overwhelming mm-hmm. our ability to treat people that that come down with it and are are more susceptible than others and and need hospitalization and we're on the brink of overwhelming all that and mm-hmm. um, that's we, we we need to do as much as we can individually um, to try and slow this thing down again until uh, the vaccines that are on the horizon can be 
implemented and and that'll put a big dent in it absolutely i mean that's just it's it's kind of like the carrot in front of the donkey i mean we just keep hoping and moving forward each day for that day when right. things can get better in that regard well brian let us you know i think, oh, I think now though we have a little light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. um because we do we do have something that uh, appears to be extremely effective and uh uh, with that, with that hope and that light, um, I think maybe we can see a, an end of what we what we've been going through this past nine months. It's been tough, and then to have it be like it is right now with these numbers going up, and and as you alluded to, we all know the biggest thing here really isn't even about us as individuals so much now is making sure the hospital staff, these people are dealing with this on the front lines all the time, and they're getting sick, and I mean, this is where the big concerns come in as well, is being able to treat patients and stay well themselves, so we just have to come together. You know, I in fact, I think it might have been your lovely six significant other wrote something that really touched me on Facebook here a while back and I can't do anything verbatim but she had mentioned in there you know when we have flooding uh, and I remember those times when you know over at the uh, the highway department people were sandbagging and helping neighbors out because we had flooding issues we came together and got it done right and right, we have right. other things in our lives that happen like that. And in some ways, what's going on right now is like those floods that happen. And we, we help our neighbors out, metaphorically speaking now, by doing what we have to do. And that includes staying home, not doing a lot of extra running around, wearing the mask, all those kind of things. That's kind of the way we can make a difference in our personal lives right. and stretching out in our community. Right, Brian? Exactly, exactly. That's you know? exactly what it is. It's a good way to look at it. You know, and we'll and honestly, we'll get through this. On you guys' end, how have things been going this past week? What what can you fill us in on? Well, I, I think the, when I look back through the the blotter, as we call it, mm-hmm. uh, it's our, our daily report thing, um, I look back through the last week, and the biggest thing that struck me was uh, the weather. Hmm. You know, we had uh, we had a lot of vehicles off the road. You know, we got, we had a first couple of snows there, and uh, caught people off guard again. And whether it was driving too fast or maybe they didn't have uh, appropriate tires on their vehicle, whatever the case was, um, people ended up in the ditch um, in fairly large numbers. So uh, we were fortunate. I don't think we had uh, any super serious crashes, but uh, there were certainly numerous off-road excursions. And we also had, uh, it looked like there was a handful of uh, snowbird tickets. Really? Snowbird tickets are, yeah, they're parking violations that now that it's winter season uh, in our cities of uh, Moore and Ogilvy in particular, they have ordinances that prohibit parking on the streets from... um, 2 a.m. until 8 a.m. And that is to provide the snow removal crews the opportunity to clean the streets from curb to curb uh, fast and efficiently. Mm -hmm. And And, uh, people forget that every year, and um, they leave their cars out parked, and then uh, the snow plows can't get out there. So we've been all given warnings this first couple rounds of snow. but beyond that, uh, we'll probably have citations, and if it's a if it's a serious problem, um, we'll, we might even have to tow a vehicle so that the plow crews can 
do their job the way they're supposed to be able to. Sure, and it's not necessarily like what you hear about Minneapolis and St. Paul when we get all that snow and, you know, they have to do the odd-even thing and then they tow cars and people have to go. I mean, we're not quite to that point in this area, but there's, you know, it's still important, though. Well, we're we're fortunate that we have more space here than they have down there. Mm -hmm. And, And down there, they don't have the space to park off street. Um, here we we do, um, and you should be able to find a place to park off street. And it's just uh, they don't have the resources to continually send the, um, snow removal crews out to replow and replow. When if they could get it one and done um, all the way from curb to curb, it helps in the snow melt and getting all that water and snow to the the storm receptacles. Sure, and we have these nicer days, like today we're supposed to get up to 49, we get some sun cooking, you have the right, you know, the stars aligning, so to speak, the sun aligning, you can get rid of some right. of that ick on the roads, and the, the better they are right. taken care of, the, the more they can get done each time, the less work it is right. for that to clean itself up. Mother Nature works with you a little bit. Right. Yeah. Well, one of the problems with the, with the allowing snow to get packed in by the curbs, you know, where the vehicles park is that it builds up ice. And once mm. that ice is built up, it's pretty hard to remove, even with super heavy equipment. You can't just go in there and scrape it off. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't scrape off. Yeah. So once it's down, um, it can cause serious problems, and that's why they have the ordinances that sure. they have. Sure, try to take care of that. As far as other things going on, what is a typical week? I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it, but... Do you usually have issues with um, domestic stuff? Is it drug-related? You know, just some of the basics, yeah. Brian. No names or anything, obviously. Just kind of a basic you idea. Know, you know, in a, in, a, in a typical week, there, there are usually calls for domestic disturbances. Sometimes they go um, to, the, to far enough that uh, somebody gets arrested for domestic assault. Um, and we, we did have a couple, we did have a couple domestic related incidences. Um, we had, uh, we had a, f- uh, few, well, fair amount of, uh, theft scam calls, hmm. which I, I think everybody is, everybody that I talk to, they're getting the same calls that people are just getting hammered with these, uh, scam calls on their cell phones, on their home phones, um, through the mail, and it's, it's really it's really ramped up. COVID has seemed to brought an extra level of that this year for whatever reason, and I think pe- I think these scammers are preying on people's fears and mm-hmm. anxieties, and uh, they're they're working harder at it. So if somebody, I mean, I know the typical ones, in fact, Todd and I on the show here quite oftentimes will talk about scams because they just keep reinventing, like you said, different ways to come at it. And uh, everything from how to get uh, a rebate of some kind, you know, with the with the SECURE Act, there was money coming back, there was thought that was going on for a while, and click on this or do yep. that, and then they take over your computer. There's so many things that yep. you get, including the phone calls. And really, I know right. we've said many times before, uh, best thing to do is to let you as the not necessarily you specifically, Brian, but let your your bunch know when these things happen because you can try to at least uh, take care of some of that. Yes, correct. Right, and you know, give us a call. Let us know what's happening, even if it isn't somebody that we can do something about. We do have 
contacts and sources that we can get that information to that can help us on a, a broader scale, like nationally or more importantly, internationally. Um, so we forward some of that information along to other authorities, and then they do what they can do to put the pressure on some of these international governments to put an end to some of these um, rings of thieves that operate um, outside our borders. It's just terrible. When you think about it, if they would just use the brains that they have to come up with this stuff and use it for good, it could change the world. But, you know, that's just not the way yeah, it works. Right? right? Absolutely. Right. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, was, yes. Brian, was there anything else this week we need to touch on, or what are you thinking? Not really. Those are those are the highlights. Okay. You know, um, being cooped up and, and, and under the stress that we're under right now, uh, I'm sure has exasperated um, people's levels of tolerance and forgiveness, and mm-hmm. then we end up with these uh, domestic calls. Um, so it, it it makes it harder. Um, but I, I think that's one of the recurring weekly themes that we we always have a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, if if there's a way that you can, you, you feel that coming on. Uh, Take a take a break. Go for a walk. Uh, go for a drive. Whatever the case may be, but uh, you know, try and separate yourself from that situation so it doesn't get to the the extreme to where we have to get called and have to come and um, maybe take somebody to jail. Yeah, we just yeah, it just it is. It's a very difficult time, and I know a week from today will be Thanksgiving, Brian. So I'm gonna. I, I guess I'll give you a break next week. I won't make you chat with me. I should. Okay, thank you. I will I will give you a break and I will thank you and and the whole crew in Kennebec County all the the good work they do. I know it's difficult uh more so now than ever to be in your line of work and so just know that we appreciate what you're doing, Brian, and we'll look forward to catching up with you. Gosh, what will it be? Today I'm I'm looking ahead. It'll be will be into December by then, won't we? It'll be end of December, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll make a date, and I hope uh, you and Patty and Mom and the kids all have just a, a really great Thanksgiving. Well, it's going to be small, but uh, it'll be full of love. It's, that is the key, my dear, and you take care of yourself now. You also. Thank you. You have been listening to a WCMP production.